Please note that you will need pen and paper if you want to maximize on the benefits of this episode. Note-taking is highly encouraged because this, it's going to be good. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. Brene Brown Welcome back, Bellas and Bellows, to another episode of Candy Coffee Convos. By the title of this podcast, you all know that today we're going to be diving into some serious stuff that we often don't like to talk about, and that is how to have healthy boundaries with the people in our lives in order to live as a self-respecting person and improve the quality of our relationships so that we are living a happier existence. So what are boundaries? Simply put, these are the physical, emotional, and mental limits we establish in order to protect ourselves from being manipulated, used, or violated by others. Boundaries allow us to separate who we are and how we think and feel from the thoughts and feelings of others. And why do we need boundaries? It all comes down to R-E-S-P-E-C-T, That's right, respect. Something everyone wants and expects to receive, right? Well, not always. The unfortunate reality is that not everyone you interact with is going to respect you. So by default, we need to set boundaries based on how we want to experience our interactions and our relationships with other people throughout the duration of our lives. Let me explain what I mean. As we all know, life is short and we are all on individual paths towards goals that we want to accomplish for ourselves. So obviously, everyone is going to have their own agenda on how it is that we plan to accomplish these goals. Most of our goals are going to require that we engage with other people because none of us are living on this planet alone. Day in and day out, we interact with our family members, co-workers, friends, acquaintances, and our significant other. Obviously, we are not all going to agree with each other on everything. So most of us learn certain social skills needed to help us navigate these relationships. Respect is one of those skills that most of us learn to give but don't always receive. This is why it is so important to be clear on our personal limits and it comes into play the second we feel disrespected by someone. So how do we know if someone is not respecting our boundaries? Here are some scenarios that you may have experienced in the past or may want to look out for in the future. It's that coworker who always gets you to do his or her work or doesn't want to pull their own weight. You often end up taking on their share of the work to avoid getting in trouble with your manager or supervisor. Or it's that nosy friend who wants to know every last detail of your dating life and asks you one too many questions. You resist sharing private details with him or her because you know that they have a big mouth and are always talking to you about other people. God forbid they decide to share your business. Maybe it's that family member who always asks you for favors when he or she needs you but is never available whenever you're going through a difficult time. 
Or perhaps it's that romantic partner who embarrasses you in front of others by yelling or saying degrading things to you. Or maybe it's even that acquaintance who only contacts you when they need something that benefits them, but never once reaches out to you to see how you're doing. So those are just a few examples because there are way too many more to name here. Here's a quick real cautionary tale of a time in my life when my boundaries were not being respected and what I learned from that experience. So I once had a coworker who had a very pushy personality. I knew from the second I met this person that I was going to have concerns regarding their work style. This person had the same position as me, but started working at my place of employment a few months before I arrived. I noticed pretty quickly that this individual liked to delegate tasks to me when we were asked to collaborate on projects. Instead of treating me as an equal, this colleague had the bad habit of wanting to proofread my work and always wanted the last say on decisions we made. Because I was fairly new at my position, I did not feel comfortable speaking with my then supervisor about my concerns. I was worried that saying something could potentially make me appear to be uncooperative, and my priority at the time was proving myself to my new boss. Now let me just say that I very much knew that it was only a matter of time before this would need to end. I could feel myself becoming more and more frustrated with this individual, and I was losing my patience. Push came to shove one day when said nemesis made a comment about me during a meeting in front of our other coworkers that was very judgmental, rude, and frankly inaccurate. I could feel everything happening in slow motion when I cut them off mid-sentence and shared a very strong verbal piece of my mind, professionally of course. This person's face was so red and in shock that the room was so quiet and you could even hear a pin drop. Now, I'm not saying that this public rebuttal was the best approach, but in this particular case, it worked. After that moment, this coworker knew that I was far from a pushover and learned the hard way that they would need to display more respect toward me moving forward. You see, this colleague had become very comfortable in their unofficial role of delegating tasks to me and enjoyed doing this for several months. Why? Well, unfortunately, people will treat you how you allow them to treat you. I did not set clear boundaries from the beginning because I prioritized proving that I was a team player who was always available and willing to do whatever it took to get the job done. I take responsibility for not speaking up as soon as I felt uncomfortable with this person's lack of self-awareness regarding their overbearing ways and for not setting clear boundaries with this individual from day one. I urge you to learn from my experience. Don't suffer in silence and don't wait for things to blow up either. This experience taught me a very important lesson that I want to pass on to all of you. I learned that it is better to say or do something much sooner rather than later if I ever feel the need to set boundaries again in the future. Thank you.
Now let's get into some healthy strategies that I find helpful and that I recommend you consider implementing into your own life as you become the best boundary setter that you ever were before. Number one, take accountability and forgive yourself. So like I mentioned earlier, we sometimes enable the unhealthy relationships in our lives and many times without even realizing that we are doing so. So first, we need to acknowledge the part that we played in allowing others to disrespect us. We then have to forgive ourselves because at the end of the day, we are imperfect humans. I urge you to learn from your previous mistakes and try your best to do a better job at honoring yourself next time. Number two, free yourself of guilt. We have the right to self-respect and to require respect from others. This person does not feel guilty when they use you, take advantage of you, unload their negativity on you, manipulate you, or even harass you sometimes. If anything, you should feel proud of yourself. Looking out for your best interests without harming anyone else does not make you a bad person. It makes you a respected person. Number three. Be less available. If you feel used by someone who always reaches out to you when they need something from you, consider not answering their calls every time the phone rings. Give them the time and space to leave you a voice message or a few text messages first so you can gauge what it is that they want from you and then you can decide if you wanna get back to them and how quickly you wish to do so. Number four. No is a full sentence. Don't over-explain yourself because you are likely to change your answer to yes the more you talk. I've seen it and I've lived it. Less is more because over-explaining your no shows a lack of confidence. If you're not going to do what someone is asking you to do, sharing all the details as to how you came to the conclusion of not providing help time, energy, money, or information to this individual will not change the fact that your answer is no. And lastly, once you tell someone no enough times, it is very likely that they're probably going to get the hint and back off. Number five, share your observations and express your truth. Sometimes it's best to just be honest and have a mature conversation with someone. You can start off by saying, I've noticed that, and then clearly state the behavior that you've noticed towards you that you are uncomfortable with. You can share how this behavior makes you feel and set your boundaries with this person from that point forward. Many times, these oversteppers just need to be called out on their behaviors in order to stop. And I'm actually gonna give you one more bonus tip for when someone is asking you one too many questions and you want to change the topic, feel free to segue the conversation into a different topic by politely declining to get too personal. You can use one of the following phrases. Girl, that's a non-issue for me. I'm not even worried about it. Or, I don't know, but I guess time will tell. Or, you know more than me, or I wish I could tell you, 
or beats me. It's one day at a time with these sort of things. Or time will tell. I just let things happen as they're meant to be. And lastly, it's neither here nor there. Remember that pen and paper I mentioned earlier? If you're not already taking notes, now is the time to definitely do some writing. I have a few boundary setting prompts for you to follow. And please feel free to pause the podcast as needed for the remainder of our time together. I want you to make a list of your personal boundaries, perhaps at least five, but please feel free to make the list as long as you want. Let me share two of my boundaries to give you the idea. So one of my boundaries is that I require that people call me first if they want to visit my home. This includes family and friends. I do not want anyone to show up at my door unannounced because I like to prepare myself and my space for having company over. Here's another one. I no longer accept last minute invitations to go out. And by that, I mean, Anything less than 48 hours notice, and even that is cutting it close for me. I prefer at least 72 hours notice to seriously consider taking my friends up on an offer to hang out. It's about knowing that someone is considerate of my valuable time and that they take my responsibilities into consideration. Okay, now it's your turn. Come back when you're done. All done? Great. I hope that helped you to get more in touch with some of your personal limits. Now, I want you to make a list of all the people in your life that make you feel uncomfortable. And for each person, make a list of what it is regarding your dynamic with this person that makes you feel resistant. Be honest with yourself. This is your private list. No one else is going to see it. So don't censor yourself. The more honest or real you are with yourself while doing this exercise, the better you will be able to identify where you need to start drawing the line with this person or with these people. Go ahead. Who are your boundary oversteppers and why? I'll see you when you get back. Welcome back. Feels good to write it out on paper, doesn't it? Now for the third and final part. I now want you to decide what changes you're going to incorporate into each of these relationships in order to set clear boundaries from this point forward. I invite you to use some of the strategies and tools I mentioned earlier, but please feel free to come up with your own steps that resonate better with you. Let me be the first to say that relationships of any kind are hard and change is also hard. So just know that it's perfectly fine to start off small. Even identifying and implementing just one strategy that you are comfortable with is a step in the right direction. I'll see you when you're all done for my final thoughts and closing remarks. I want to make is that the same way it will take time for you to start changing 
how you allow others to treat you in your own mind and in your actions. It will also take time to reprogram or retrain these individuals on how they will need to speak to you, treat you, think of you, and ultimately respect you if they want to continue knowing you. And by knowing you, I'm referring to the fact that if you do not see a positive change from these individuals in their respect level towards you, remember that we all have free will and choice. So you can willingly choose to distance yourself from these people and if necessary, remove them from your life completely. Now I know that that might sound harsh, but life is short and you can either decide to sacrifice your own happiness in order to please other people, which honestly speaking, I was guilty of back in those days. Or you can decide, like I did, to live a life where you love and honor yourself, therefore making the space for the right people to come towards you and the wrong people to leave your life accordingly. I hope this was helpful. I encourage anyone listening to send me a voice message. You don't have to leave your name if you're not comfortable. I invite you to share with the Candy Coffee Convos community. This is a safe space. Tell me, what did you think of this podcast? And have you ever had a pushy person in your life that was a bit too much for you? If so, how did you handle the situation? Were you upfront with the person or did you have to take a more subtle approach just to avoid the drama? But more importantly, what did you learn and how did you grow from that experience? Until next time, this is Candy Hernandez. Take good care. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that this episode has helped you in some way. That is why I'm putting myself out there. My goal is to make even a small impact on someone's life who is listening. If you would like more content from me, you may follow me on Instagram at Candy Coffee Combos. I welcome your feedback on this podcast via my IG account if you would like to share some thoughts on what you heard today. I invite you to tune in for my next Candy Coffee Combo. And remember that within you lies the power to create anything your mind sees and your heart desires.